Hey, everybody, and welcome to Positively Charged Wrestling, and goodness, have we got a lot to cover. Um, <laughs> uh, it's your uh, lovely host, Braden, and my good buddy, Josh. Welcome um, back, everybody. For sure. Um, and uh, Josh and his wife invaded our nation's capital, correct? Uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. I've, uh, that that is a bucket list trip for sure, and certainly the pictures you were sending me and stuff you were telling me, it uh, makes it makes it even more more intriguing to go. Yeah, if you um, ever get a chance, go for it. <clears throat> so much stuff to do. So much. We didn't get everything done. We're definitely planning another trip back sometime. I don't know when, but nice. maybe a little ways in the future. But but going back. Awesome, awesome. Um, well. I guess we'll just get right into it. Um, as we were discussing before we kind of went live here, typically I have – we both have notes. We both have little things to, to go over. But um, you know what? We're just going strictly from memory. I'm sure there's going to be stuff we miss. Um, plenty of st- news to cover a, cu- a couple of big ones that i want to get right into off the top uh as we get into this but first off i want to discuss something I-, I guess this will be kind of the new format um you were you were discussing you know we try to do things chronologically but given the craziness uh, wrestling is now on four days a week because you have Raw, NWA Power, which uh, I, I definitely want to touch on that. Have you got a chance to see any of that? I haven't, but everything I hear is good. Uh, so I want to I want to touch on that a little bit. Um, and, and of course, you've got the Wednesday Night Wars and you've got SmackDown. So wrestling is on four days a week now. There's news. I, I mean, it's just such an exciting time i I love it um so we'll get right into something here we'll kick it off with uh crown jewel and and the fallout from this uh obviously we have the big wrestling related news of the fiend winning the universal title which probably should have happened at hell in a cell um and you know, that aside, I'm glad they decided to put the title on him. Now you have the task of getting the title off of him eventually, but that's a whole nother can of worms. That's awesome. You have titles switching brands with Brock Lesnar quitting on SmackDown, going to Raw. That's, that, I don't know. That kind of seems knee jerky. I'm fine with yeah. it, but. um, I, I guess that answered our question for each other earlier in the week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, that that that's all cool. But the big story coming out of all this is not really even related to wrestling. Half of the roster, it seems, got stranded in Saudi Arabia. And I've read a few things, as I'm sure you have, as I'm sure our listeners have, that, you know, supposedly there was a disagreement between Vince and the Prince and uh, – you know, maybe there was mechanical issues on the plane that may have been true, may have not been true. Either way, this is not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> no. And 
I'm don't blame wrestlers uh, for being furious. Um, to to me, scheduling a live SmackDown. <laughs> let, let's let's just unpack this for a moment because I've I've really been thinking about this. Scheduling a SmackDown right after this show, even if they had not got stranded, that was going to be like a 15 to 20 hour flight right after a show going to where were they this week? I I can't remember Um, where SmackDown was, you know, cross continents, whatever, back into the States. That's dangerous. (laughs) There's going to be jet lag. Look, I've got jet lag. If I go, I I had to travel uh, to Missouri back uh, before Labor Day and I came back to work and I'm just standing at a computer. There was jet lag there. I'm not having to pick up a 250 pound guy who's dependent on me to not break his neck. I can, I can imagine like, it's just crazy. So that's one thing. And I know I mentioned to you and, and I'm now going to allow you to get on this soapbox with me. This, the Saudi shows obviously, are controversial for a variety of reasons. This is another thing. Yeah, they're getting paid forty to fifty million dollars pop for these shows. Is this the straw that breaks the camel's back? Do they finally just say, "Look, this isn't worth it"? The bad press. Now we have wrestlers getting stranded. We're, we're done. It the, or is the money that good? I, I'm thinking. Well, I, I don't know. I, I've heard rumor and in, in, innuendo, as the saying goes. Yeah. Uh, that Vince himself has said that they're not going back until something's done. Because apparently they've been, like, I don't know if they've not been paid for the past so many shows. Or something, I heard that or, as well. I heard that as well. Um, I mean, I honestly, I don't know if I would go back. Because, I mean, if there's, you know, it's a dangerous area. And if there's already a little mixed feelings, bad blood or whatever, and, you know, and- I wouldn't want to be over there. Let's face it, um, it's not been a good look the entire time they've been over there. It's just not been a good look. Uh, we're, we're not going to get into the weeds of politics, but Saudi Arabia isn't the the best place in the world. Let's just be honest. <laughs> True. Uh, and we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it if at you that. notice, if you notice, that's not where we went on vacation. So <laughs> exactly, and, and valid reason. So, so this has not been a good look. Uh, WWE has caught a lot of flack over it, but playing uh, playing devil's advocate, we're getting fifty million dollars a show. Gosh, yeah, I mean, as ACDC has said, you know, money talks. So that's true. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's going to be an interesting development. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, personally, I kind of, I kind of want the shows to end, and, and not for political reasons. I feel they get in the way. <laughs> I just, I think, yeah, I watched one of them just in about half of it. I, I never watch them. I just, I don't know. I, I think it's like you mentioned them getting in the way. I think. Um... I, I thought the same thing too. I, uh, I, I I don't remember the pay per views or the the Saudi show that was going on, but like the Saudi show was like one, one week, and then two weeks later the pay per view was or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And booking wise, I'm just I'm just talking booking wise and and storyline wise. We had we built to the Saudi show, and then we had like hardly no we had 
we had the two weeks build, but it was like continuation of the Saudi build, and it was confusing. Which I don't understand. If we flip flopped them, it would make more right. sense, you know. Build to the big pay per view, and then have the fallout could be the Saudi show, you know. Yeah. Um. But credit to uh, to WWE for making chicken salad out of chicken crap because <laughs> SmackDown was a fun show. Um, thanks to the NXT guys and gals. We got Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan in a barn burner of a match on national primetime TV. 10 to 12 years ago, that was like a, a fever dream. <laughs> so that's just crazy. Just crazy. Um, I thought they really done a good job given everything since NXT is apparently going to be a part of Survivor Series. They're mixing that in. I thought they did a great job of like, you know, we, we've uh, laid down the gauntlet. We grew first blood, so to speak. So, you know, the ball's in your guys' court now. So I, I thought that was fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if we're going to have a triple threat match with Adam Cole and The Fiend and Brock Lesnar. Poor Adam Cole. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's something, but uh, really fun stuff. Um, what, what did you think of SmackDown, given all the stuff going on? Yeah, no, I, I didn't catch the live show, but I've caught a lot of uh, clips and stuff, so I, I'm brought up to speed with it. I, I think the the way they executed it was really good. Um, it wasn't just a one-segment thing, you know, leading into the, the NXT invasion or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Um, from what I saw, you know, it, they were kind of intertwined through the whole show, and – and they really established, well, they're already established, but they really, I mean, Ciampa got the win over Miz, uh, Cole got the win over Brian, you know, it was a, hey, we're here, you know, this is, this is some serious competitors, it's, you know, and they set up really well, and, and I throw this in there, um, I'm sure everybody noticed, but it, it kind of tickled me at the end, when Hunter was making his speech about, we are NXT, did you catch the throwback to when he was uh, making the DX speech when Xbox came in? Uh, yeah some build an army you go to your blood you go to your friends you know yep i thought that was cool yeah i and i'm sure it was done on purpose um yeah i i I really enjoyed that um just great stuff all around and like i said just given the situation i thought they knocked it out of park uh to be like well okay we've got to build a survivor series here we go. I don't know what they had planned. Obviously, they had a Bray Wyatt segment planned. Uh, I'm not sure what else was announced, but terrific booking on the fly. So, you know, kudos to them. Um, speaking of SmackDown, we'll touch on this real quick since we're kind of hopping around playing catch up. Uh, one of my favorites is no longer with the company. Uh, Eric Bischoff. I, I don't think we've covered this. Um, I uh, a little surprising. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard what happened? Uh... S- supposedly, he just hung out in catering and just kind of, to put it bluntly, sucked at the job and didn't want to learn <laughs> the product. I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, you I, al- always hear stuff, so... I've not read anything, which I've, 
I think that happened while I was off on vacation. So by the time I got back and was paying more attention to the news, there wasn't much out there to read on it. But uh, yeah, it, it it's pretty surprising stuff. Um, I I don't know. And, and according to Bischoff's podcast, he uprooted his family. Him and his wife moved from Wyoming, a beautiful, supposedly beautiful ranch in Wyoming, all the way to Connecticut. So. I mean, obviously, he's not hurting for money. Uh, he, he does quite well for himself, so I'm sure it's not going to be that much trouble to go back to that ranch. I don't know. But still, it's um, kind of crazy. Uh, but if, if it is true that he really wasn't uh, re- really wasn't that enthralled in the business, then, you know, and, and just kind of drawing a paycheck, then, yeah, maybe they did get rid of him. But. I've heard a lot of people say, and I don't disagree with this, you know, Bischoff, as much as I love the guy, he he is a, t- a television guy and not so much of a wrestling guy. And, you know, and I know that's why they brought him in with the Fox executives. Um, but at least he's not like Heyman and – I, I love me some Heyman, and he's a genius. But I get the feeling he's behind some of this just awful Lana Rusev, Bobby Lashley stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, and and that's all we're going to say about that. <laughs> so, for as much, I, I, go ahead. There's a positive though. Rusev was in the closing segment or all. I mean, yeah, it's, it's stretching to find the positive, but there was a positive. Oh, I'm. I hate to be that guy, but I can't wait for the day we see Rusev show up on TNT and be booked like a monster <laughs> that he should be. <laughs> yeah, and this this probably will, you know, definitely put push him in that direction. Probably if yeah, the way this is going. So we we touched on that, and that's all we're going to do there. Um, <laughs> so, uh has there been anything from uh, Raw or uh, SmackDown the past two or three weeks that has stood out since we're just kind of hopping around here? Uh, well, all I got is this week. I've, I've missed pretty much everything while I was off. Uh, uh, now, I, I do want to point out Drew and Ricochet from this week on Raw. That was phenomenal. That was that was a banger. I, yeah, and, and that RKO finish was kind of scary a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, something I want to touch on is two things. Um, one, supposedly Vince is high on, uh, and I'm going to butcher this, but the Power Ranger guy, uh, <laughs> C- C- Camillo C- Carello, I-, I don't know. Um, th- that guy, he's, he's got a good look. He really does. Uh, the attire probably needs a little bit of tweaking. Um, but, uh, physically he's got a good look, good looking guy in the face. I mean, just, I I can see the marketability. Um, him and Seth had a heck of a match. Him and uh, AJ, him and AJ had a heck of a match as well. Um, so in contrast, you know, supposedly he's high on him and, and yet again, without trying to get too negative. Then you got Shorty G. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
credit to Chad Gable. He seems to be embracing it. Um, he, he's getting TV time, so kudos. But if I'm not mistaken, this guy that Vince is supposedly high on is probably about the same height, maybe a couple inches taller. So I, I don't, I don't get it. But, uh, but I'm, I'm glad at least we are getting some. Uh, some new guys, some new blood, uh, getting some prominent TV time. Uh, so that that's a good thing. True. This guy showed up while I was uh, on my hiatus, and uh, I, I think I saw him out there with uh, Rollins, mm-hmm. but I didn't actually see much of the show. And then, of course, he wrestled AJ this week, so that, you know this, he's completely new to me, just jumping right out there. And but he put on a pretty good show, though. So yeah, yeah, I think uh, I, I can see why they're high on him. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's certainly very marketable. Um, so so that's exciting. Um, so I, I'm sure we'll we'll flop back to uh, WWE in in a bit. But um, how much AEW have you got to to see? I, now I watched this week's show, and yes. I saw like the tail end of a match from last week. I saw the. Um... Lucha Brothers versus the uh, Private Party from last week. Yeah, um, that's about all I've seen. The this past week's show I thought was the best show that they've done. Um, the the angles, um, I really enjoyed the the contract signing. I really enjoyed the uh, Rock and Roll Express attack. Um, even uh, Sammy Guevara and. Uh, I think it was Hangman Page. I, I thought they had a good match. I loved, loved the spot where Sammy Guevara was going to do uh, an aerial move and then just hops down off the top rope and slaps Adam Page in the face. <laughs> that was awesome. That was I'm, good. That had Jericho, Jericho's influence written all over it, and that that was tremendous. Um I really, but I think you and I were texting. I, I think the second half of the show, it, it dragged slightly um, from, from yes. a, after the contract signing. Uh, not yep. bad, but um, it, it, it drug a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if maybe I felt the uh, the contract signing, you know, once, once they got to that, since they were kind of building on it through the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe in my mindset, that it's kind of like, well, that's the main event, you know. That's what we were building to, and maybe that kind of threw me off this on the second half of the show or what it was. But now, but it, as good as the first half was, it just didn't transition as well. Like I said, it was some good entertaining matches, but just the first half was so solid, and then it kind of, I don't know. I lost out right after that. I don't know what it was. Yeah, and. um I mean, I'm I'm excited about full gear. I, I'm trying to uh, figure out if I if I do want to purchase it or or find a way to watch it or something. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a fun show. Um, I think Moxley and Omega has potential to be match of the year um, because it seems like Omega has been stepping his game up. Uh, the match with Joey Janela that's on their YouTube series, uh, AEW Dark or whatever. That's insane. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to watch that, that's 
that's a heck of a match. It's just crazy. Um, Cody and Jericho, I, I loved the uh, – and they kind of subtly slid this in there, Shivani did, where they're going to have three judges at the, at the match, at the title match, uh, where if it goes to a draw, the judges are going to decide. I thought that was really interesting. Um, I don't know who those judges will be. But I, I think that's a uh, pretty interesting choice. Um, very yeah. uh, late 80s, early 90s WCW yeah, in a I good heard, way. I heard reference to the judges. I, and I, That's what I was immediately thinking of. I was thinking of uh, uh, Flair and Steamboat, yep. I think it was, with uh, Funk as one of the judges. Yep. I'm, I'm uh, a different match. <laughs> no, I, you're you're exactly right. Okay, uh, and yeah. he, he drived him, yeah, yeah, uh, on a table, I think. Uh, and yeah, that that was what uh, came to my mind as well. I think um, I definitely think that's going to come into play somehow. I, I don't know if we're actually going to get a sixty minute uh, drawn out match between Jericho and Cody. Uh, you know, right off the jump and just let those two go out there for an hour and then have to have a uh, judge's decision. I don't know. Um, I know I want to see the match. I I think it's definitely got potential to be very good. Two tremendous storytellers. Um, But, uh, yeah, and and now we'll we'll get to uh, to NXT because I'm not – admittedly, on Wednesdays, I've been an AEW guy. I've watched a little bit of NXT, but I gotta say, it's amazing how Triple H knows what to do with Finn Balor in the main <laughs> roster. True. So that was one of the first times that uh, that heel turn. As I'm watching the segment unfold, I'm thinking. Okay, this is going to be war games. They're setting up war games. And bam, Finn Balor kicks Johnny Gargano and just he doesn't align himself with the Undisputed Era, which was another cool wrinkle. And it was just tremendous. Uh what um I'm sure you've seen that segment at least in a clip. Uh yeah. what, what what did you think? Uh kind of surprised me. Uh, something funny I noticed there was a clip online of some little kid that like uh, his dad's having to hold him back. Mm-hmm. Baylor's like beating on, on Gargano, and I'm like, you know, this is wrestling. You know, when, when it sure. when it gets somebody into it that good, you know, this is wrestling, and I, I loved it. For sure, uh, I I completely agree. And it's um, it was it was just a well done segment. I I like Balor being a cocky heel. Uh, him and Gargano we'll talk about another match of the year contender. Whew, that's going to be – yeah, I'll take that. I will definitely take that. Um, so so that's that should be, be tremendous. Um, just so much stuff going on. Um, we, we've still got CM Punk news. Uh, he, his name is still lingering out there. Uh, have you heard that um, – that there's a big special guest for this Tuesday's premiere of uh, WWE Backstage on Fox Sports One. 
Oh, I've not heard this. Supposedly, <laughs> supposedly, uh, Renee Young was teasing a huge special guest, and you won't want to miss it, and you know, so on and so forth. And of course, CM Punk auditioned for WWE backstage, and that was like a Fox initiative rather than a WWE initiative. And all these rumors are flying around that, you know, oh, it's it's got to be punk. It's got to be punk. I, they've, there's not been one rumor on one way or another if it's going to be punk or not. Um, I think it, maybe if you bring him back, um, you could bring him back now. And then I don't know if I wouldn't uh, save him for closer to the rumble. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, but it seems like that bridge is, is being mended little by little. Uh, yeah. So I've, I've seen that, some that, interview <clears throat> clips from him and, you know, he's, he seems to be in better spirits with him. Uh, I know previously he wasn't, he didn't have much kind words to say about him, but he seems to be in a little bit better spirits and, so I don't, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to see him back, but only time will tell, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Um, I, I don't know if you let him get his win back over Brock after all these years. I, I don't know. That would be – that's a WrestleMania main event. That would be tremendous. True, true. Um, I'd love to see him back. And, and it, the place would just go bananas if – you know, cult personality hit and he came out. I mean, it's to, – to me, he's the one big fish sitting out there that could provide that Joey Styles, oh, my God, moment right now. So, it's true. Uh, we, uh, we, we shall see. Um, but I, I said uh, – I said I wanted to talk about NWA – um, and, and I know you've said you haven't seen this. I, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, one hour show on Tuesdays, it comes on or it uh, gets released at six Oh five on Tuesdays, which is just fun. Uh, <laughs> but, um, it's nothing fancy, nothing fancy at all. Uh, Nick Aldis, uh, formerly, I think Magnus in uh, TNA. Mr. Kennedy, Colt Cabana, uh, James Storm, Eli Drake, uh, Tim Storm. They're telling a, a good little uh, story with him. It's a whole lot of um, whole lot of promos. Uh, some uh, quick five to eight minute matches. Very um, and I, I really. The hour goes by in, in the blink of an eye, which is a good thing. Um, it, it's real easy to fit in on a Tuesday. Um, I, I watched the first episode, and I'm like, eh, okay. And, and then and, and the more I watched, and, and as they're developing their roster and, and everything, I'm, I want to give them a chance because uh, I definitely think there is room in this landscape for uh, the NWA and credit to Billy Corgan for, for keeping the oldest uh, wrestling organization somewhat alive. So 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to check it out. Uh, um, I, I keep hearing good stuff about it, and I'm, I'm really interested in the studio show format. Uh, as a, a USWA uh, kid back in the day, I'm, I'm really interested in seeing that. So. I'll try to see if I can work it in this week. Definitely. Uh, I usually stay about a day behind on my shows because of how my work schedule and everything. It's, so uh, probably Wednesday I'll check it yeah, out. Yeah, it's um quick little digest during the week. Like I said, it's hour. Um, and it's 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 fun. It, it really is. Uh, really glad they're doing it. Um, and, and I would like them to get a, a little bit more talent. But uh, – you know, we'll we'll see how how things go. So, yet again, what else from uh, the past? We're, we're we're cramming a lot in. We're hopping around. What else from the past two or three weeks has stood out to you that you want to talk about? Uh, what well, we were talking about AEW earlier. I want to give a a moment for. Uh, let me get the names right. Uh, Hikaru Shida, is that right? Yeah. Hikaru Shida, and uh, Shanna. I didn't catch her last name, but they had a pretty good match this week. A vast improvement from my previous uh, experience with the women's division. So I. Yeah, they uh, and I think uh, Cody tweeted out that Shanna Shanna uh, has signed a full time contract. So cool. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I agree that uh, they're they're really pushing Britt Baker, and um, I like Britt Baker. She she seems like she can talk, but me a little bit of little green, little green. Uh, so may, maybe in you know new town. Oh. You're good. You're Sorry, good. Uh, you know what I want to see in their mm-hmm. women's division. I, I don't know if she's uh, active anymore or not. I, I I hope she is. I've not heard anything from her in a while, but. Uh, mischief. Have you ever heard of mischief? I have committed many acts of mischief, but I've never heard of the rest of mischief. <laughs> so I, I haven't. I, she was in a ring of honor a few years ago. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I connected with the, the character and stuff. She's a little different, you know, uh, but uh, I really enjoyed her stuff. I loved her finish and stuff like that. I I, I just like to see her in a bigger uh, atmosphere, you know? Yeah. But I, she might not even be active anymore. I'm pretty sure she's uh, uh, Michael Elgin. I think she's with okay. him. Okay. Okay. I, th- I think she might be his wife, or I might be completely off. Don't quote me on that, because again, it's been a few years since I've heard anything from her. So, but if she shows up, I will mark out. So I'm, I'm just throwing that. Out. I, I think, um, yeah, I definitely think the women's division uh, needs a little bit of work. Um, I'm loving. Darby Allen, they, they've they've gotten him over. Um, I I really think, you know, I don't think AEW is necessarily bare bones right now. They, they've got a lot of talent, but I think um, it needs time to get exposed to a national audience to to develop. Um, and uh, flesh out a bit, and I have no doubt. Yeah, I have no doubt that with uh, probably about this time next year, they're probably going to have the revival. They're probably going to have Rusev, and I know a lot of people don't want that necessarily. They don't want WWE reject guys or 
something like that. But see, to me, in in this case, I know a lot of people don't want that because TNA done that uh, 10, 10 or so years ago. You know, and that, I don't think it's going to be another TNA repeat. To me, it, it strikes as uh, as truly like WCW back in the day. You you would see a guy on WWF, and a year later he'd be on WCW. You know the guy; he might have a different name, and he was still a star. Uh, you know, and I, I think it's going to be closer to that rather than uh, ex WWE guys that they're trying to make a money off of. I, I think. I think it's going to have a different feel. Um, yeah, yeah. So, or, or at least I hope it does. Um, well, as long as it's not made, is this like one of the main factors? Is, well, let's get all the X guys that yeah. we can. And, you know, I'm fine. And I'm thus fine. far, I don't think that's been the case. Yeah, they got John Moxley, no. uh, which to me, that was a no-brainer. A, just an absolute no-brainer. He was the hottest name in the business due to his situation. That that was a no brainer. Uh, and I think yeah. that was that was kind of like your Scott Hall. A, a little bit. Uh yeah. A little bit. And uh they've got to Jake Hager, Hagar, however you want to say it. And um I think <laughs> I think they've done wonderful with him uh thus far. Um so so I, I think I think it's going to be handled differently um, th- than it was in TNA. So they they seem like they they seem like they've got a pretty pretty good handle on uh, some basic storytelling. So we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, what else has has happened in in, in the past three weeks? Oh, little little funny story from this past week when I was watching AEW. Um, I was telling my wife about uh, how the you know the start of the show was a little stronger than the mm-hmm. other half, you know, or how it was, wasn't as into it or whatever. And I, I was saying this during the main event, and um, I was like, you know, this this is all right, but you know, it's just I just ain't feeling as well as I was when I started watching, watching the show mm-hmm. earlier. And about the time I said this, Ray Phoenix and Scorpio Sky hit the double cross. <laughs> It's almost like they knew I was watching. I get Josh back into it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It, as soon as the words come out of my mouth, they they hit, and I had to like rewind it, and watch it again. I was like, "Oh, there it is, there it is, double cross, buddy." So, kudos to them for that. That was that was awesome. Good timing. Um, no, and and I tell you what, though, uh, uh, Scorpio Sky is. A, in my opinion, certainly a future world champion. Uh, that guy is, you know, learning from from two two awesome vets in uh, Kaz and Daniels, and um, yeah, I, I definitely think he's a future world champion without a doubt. Um, in due time. So, so they they are building stars. They're building a roster, uh, slowly but surely. So, um, 
what else? Uh, like I said, a lot, lot to cover. Um, apparently, there's going to be a uh, a women's war games match. Uh, they they did announce that. I think it's going to be the uh, uh, Shayna and her two. And I think a fourth, I'm not sure who the fourth is, against a team uh, with uh, led by Rhea Ripley. Uh, so so that should be a lot of fun. Uh, oh, I, I think one big thing that's happened that we haven't got a chance to cover, speaking of the women, uh, we didn't get to cover Bailey and uh, her big heel turn. Oh, that's right. That's right. So – so to me, th- this has been pretty darn fun, uh, and it's even being carried over into. <sighs> Corey Graves has a new podcast called After the Bell. Of course, WWE is dipping their their uh, toe into the podcast business. Uh, well, I guess they figure this Josh and Braden guys can do it. We can too. So exactly, exactly. Uh, but uh, pr- pretty fun listen. Um, and uh, Corey had uh, Triple H, Ric Flair, and uh, Seth Rollins and Bailey. And Bailey, I don't know how scripted this was, how in kayfabe it was. I, I, I'm not sure. Um, but she hung up on Corey. She kind of stayed in character through the whole, like it was about a five minute interview, and hung up on Corey. Um. So, so it's. I'm glad there's some continuity there uh, with with the character change. What uh, what say you about uh, Bailey and her her change in attitude? I'm I'm excited about this one. Um, now I've not seen a whole lot since the actual turn. Um, I did see the turn segment on Facebook though, where she come out and attack the Bailey buddies and all that, and uh, just a whole new attitude, whole new look, and. Uh, I've, I've been, I've got, I've got her or somebody on Twitter that keeps retweeting their stuff. And apparently like she's staying in character on Twitter and stuff, you know, hmm. like uh, somebody tweeted something about, uh, they were at a signing and uh, she was just a few minutes late or something. And they were like, you know, Hey, you're advertised for 10 o'clock, you know, it's 10, 10, 06, 10, 10, something like that. And you're not here yet. And uh, then like, I guess retweeting after the signing took place, Bailey was like, well, you're lucky I showed up at all, you know, Twitch. Part of me's loving it. Part of me's like, careful now. You don't want to run them off. But, you know, yeah. part of me's loving it because, you know, I'm like, staying in character, that, that's great. You don't see a lot of that nowadays. No. no. Uh, so I thought that's cool. No, I, and, I, and I think it's uh, – I, I, I'm digging it. Uh, I like that her and Sasha have managed to stay together – this whole year, essentially, you know, minus Sasha leaving for four months, it's it's some good continuity there. Bailey wound up turning, Sasha wound up turning, and it's it's kind of a weird um, but fun dynamic those two have had all year. Um, so, and speaking of more heel turns, uh, the Kabuki Warriors seem like they're just uh, channeling their inner great Muda. Uh, green mist everywhere, everywhere. Um, so I'm actually kind of digging that. Uh, lots of lots of fun stuff um, going on with the women. Uh, oh, and uh, 
we saw Charlotte and Natalia in an impromptu tag angle this week. I don't I don't know if there was anything on the previous weeks leading up to them as a tag team, but that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Interesting pairing. Uh, for sure, for sure. And, you know, it's – this is always an interesting time of year anyhow because we, we kind of get a lull uh, after SummerSlam. We get a little bit of a jolt uh, at Survivor Series, and then there's another lull, and then we kick into full gear from January to April with WrestleMania season. Um, so I don't, I don't really put a, a ton of stock into. Usually, I don't put a ton of stock in this time of year, but I really got to be thinking that they've got to be more cognizant of WrestleMania this time than they usually are. Cause I think for the past couple of years, they've, they've not really had a WrestleMania plan, you know, until just like a couple months prior. And, and that certainly used to not be the, be the case. Um, but I, I would like to think they're a bit more cognizant of that. Um, th- this time around, cause, cause there seems to be some legitimate competition. There seems to be, some legitimate uh, complaints from fans and wrestlers alike. So, so it should it should be interesting to uh, to see where things go from there. Uh, anything else been standing out to you that you've gotten to see? Um, it wasn't anything major, but uh, the Rollins Rollins match this week for some weird reason, I I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was kind of fun. Uh, not a classic by any means. Let me let me throw that out there. It's not like a five star classic. I I know nobody's gonna be talking about it like next week or next year, or years from that. For, crap, nobody's even talking about it right now except for me. But but I did think it was a pretty fun little match, uh, except for the finish. The finish was kind of hokey, but yeah, yeah. It was it, it was hokey when Mick and Rock did it years ago too. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so. Looping back around to the top of the show here, we've got the fiend. He's the hottest thing that's happened all year. Uh, he's your universal champion. You basically have right now. <laughs> you've got two unbeatable monsters as your champions. So, my question to you. Josh has the book. You got to get to WrestleMania. Who's your guy to take that title off of the Fiend? We're not talking about Lesnar right now because actually he has been beaten, but the Fiend has been made to look like old school Taker, old school Kane, except cranked up to 11. Um, Who's going to beat this guy? I don't know. Um, My first thought is just because there's unfinished business. Uh, But but it doesn't make sense because he's in NXT, but Balor wins Rumble, and we get Demon versus Fiend at Mania. But they just brought him to NXT, so I don't know if they'll do that. Um, I don't know. Uh, Definitely, I'm sure one of these these monster heels are going to go to Mania with the belt, and that's going to be the storyline of, you know, somebody's got to defeat the monster, but... I, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's your the big thing. I, maybe it is Balor. I, I mean, maybe they send him back to NXT 
revive him, get him over again. And maybe you have 10 guys from each brand in the Rumble, and he wins, and he's got his choice of three championships, and he chooses to go after the unfinished business with the Fiend. I don't know. That, 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 to me, that would be some big-time money. Um, but uh, I said earlier in the year when we started doing this that I, I Kevin Owens, if they booked him correctly, would be a uh, my Rumble pick. I'm not wavering from that just yet, even though he has cooled off a bit. But uh, I, I don't know who you have beat beat the fiend. I, I think you painted yourself a little bit in a corner because you have made the fiend look so strong, so unbeatable, so unstoppable. So I, I don't know what you do. Uh, I'm not sure how you approach this, but it should should be interesting in in the coming months. Uh, maybe the guy who's going to beat the fiend we don't see right now. Maybe maybe it is a punk. Uh, may, maybe maybe it's Taker. May, who I don't know. Uh, I would like it to be you know if not punk or, or somebody like that, a newer guy that because whoever whoever beats the fiend is obviously going to be over like Rover and a made man. You'd, I think you keep the title on him until Mania. Brock's probably going to keep his title till Mania. Um, and you make two more guys again. Uh, but, you know, we, we shall see. Yeah, I, I just don't – I, I kind of – you mentioned Owens. I, for some reason, I'd like to see him and Brock. I think him and Brock would be better than him and Fiend. Uh – I won't disagree with that. I think that could be a fun, fun match. Uh, certainly, certainly think that could be a fun match. Um, but I think we've covered most everything. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, as best we could. So we, uh, I, I guess, we'll get back into our regularly scheduled. Uh, Broadcast habits next week. Now I know we've got a ton of stuff to get to always, but next Sunday we usually record these shows on Sunday. Uh, it will be November tenth. I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong. We've never, when we initially started with Brett and Sean and all that, did we really dive into the Montreal screw job that much? I don't think so. I'm, I'm, so I'm sure we've touched I would, on it, but I don't think we've done a deep dive or anything. And, and I know every angle has, has been explored. Um, every Everything has – it's been talked to death. But um, I wouldn't mind going over that next week, 22 years and a day later. Um I wouldn't mind going over that because recently it's came out. Uh, I think um, I think it was Kevin Nash. Maybe him and Brett had a little Twitter beef where uh, Brett said in an interview that he was approached to be the leader of the clique. I, I love me some Brett Hart, but even I'm like, come <laughs> on, Brett. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Uh, 
Ed and Kevin Nash chimed back and said some very unkind things and basically said, you know, Montreal was a work. And that's always been the big question. What was it a work? I even had a guy who who's a lapsed fan come up to me uh, the other day, just random conversation. He said he had some stuff pop up in his uh, YouTube feed. He watched a couple videos and obviously he knows I'm a huge wrestling fan. He's like, do you think it was a work? And I said, man, I think that's what makes it, uh, makes it so great. 22 years later, True. we don't. So next week, uh, I'd like to take a little bit of a, uh, bring it back to uh, this show's roots and have some classic content um, and just kind of deep dive on this subject a little bit and, um, and maybe explore some theories and things like that. Uh, so, and like I said, it's basically on the anniversary. So we'll, and I'm, I'm sure uh, next Sunday we'll, uh, have some full gear results to go over. Uh, so we'll get back into the swing of things um, and continue to, to forge ahead with this show uh, as best we can. Obviously, with holidays and things coming up, we, we can't promise every single week, but uh, we may have a few more shows like this where it's crammed into uh, – a, a bunch of stuff sprawling a few weeks and we'll cover as best we can, but, uh, certainly appreciate everybody listening. Uh, I actually had somebody text me the other day, uh, a good buddy, older guy, uh, Mr. Steve Adams. If, uh, if you're listening, shout out to you, buddy. Hey, Steve. Uh, text me, <laughs> t- text me the other day and said, Hey, when's you and your buddy going to do another podcast? Cause I, I sent the link to, uh, to uh him and some other wrestling fans and uh he said it was he said yeah i like it. it's pretty interesting so yeah uh fun stuff so yeah we'll we'll try and record this as often as we can yeah. so um i think uh i think it's all i've got you got anything else there mr I ellis i think we've covered just about everything all right well yet again much appreciation to everybody that listens and we'll see you next week thanks for listening stay positive guys